Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome, this is the World of Boating, Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, it's been a while since we've had uh, Mike uh, the Mariner, he's had a lot of family stuff going on lately that take pre- uh, takes precedence over uh, appearing on the World of Boating, but we're glad to have him back today as part of the crew. Mike, how you doing, buddy? Awesome. Awesome. Great to be back. Yes. Great to be back. Thanks. Uh, have you done some boating? That's the first question. A little bit. A so, little bit? Uh, a, lot of pe- a lot of people probably know my son uh, recently got married. Uh, he and Sarah married last weekend. The weekend before that, we actually had the uh, the bachelor party, and we did that on the boat for the weekend. So Mason and his uh, groom's party were all present and accounted for, and nobody, uh, nobody disappeared. The boat didn't sink. Um, Things, things went really well. We had a great time. I like it. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, how is the boat running? Uh, the name of the boat again that you have over there in Sanford, uh, Florida is what? Uh, the boat's called Silhouette. Silhouette. Okay. So yeah. how, how is she holding up? She's doing great. Uh, there's a couple of things. Actually, we were there uh, this morning to uh, take care of a couple of maintenance items. I've got a, an electrical gremlin that I'm chasing, some little ghost all over the boat, but uh other than that, the boat's running great, um, good shape. Everything's up and running. All right. I like it. And uh, are you out on the boat today, or where are you at? I'm, I'm no, looking. back home now. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we, this is not a boating weekend. We had the wedding last weekend and the bachelor party the weekend before that, and we had in between a lot of uh, family members staying with us. So we're basically just trying to put the house back together now. Right. So ironically, the boat didn't sink, but the house almost did. Okay. So. <laughs> You're getting a little bit of a reprieve this week. Yeah. So that is right. good. All right. Well, we're glad to have you back as part of the uh, world of boating. And, uh, you know, th- there's been a lot of stuff going on uh, this week. Last week, we had the Ibex show over in uh, Tampa. And I believe... Uh, that we have some results from some of their um, awards that they give away at that uh, at that event. What what is it called again, uh, Patrick? I mean, last week we did like the Innovation Awards for for NEMA. Do they call the Innovations Awards there at uh, IBEX too, or no? Yep. And IBEX stands for what, Barry? International Boat Builders. Uh, it, I thought that was the type of bird. Oh boy, worth no? this. International Boat Builders Exhibition and Conference. Okay. So it's not a bird. Okay. Well, wait, wait. And, and conference. <laughs> exhibition. And what's the X stand for? Well, X, okay. Exhibition. Got it. And why, uh, why does uh, it get uh, IBEX? It should be International, you know, Boat Builders you go Expedition tell them, something Everest. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Anyway, IBEX is where all the boat manufacturers get together. And uh, or products that supply manufacturers, and they you know uh, debut new products and and share their wares and that kind of thing. So, like if you're making boats, all, all the manufacturers get together and 
Like, hey, I like this paint better than this paint or this uh, kind of fiberglass technique over this one. It, it's a very technical kind of show in that sense. So you can kind of, you know, go deep into the weeds. I remember going to that show years ago and marveling at all the choices you had to uh, purchase a head for your boat. I mean, that's all some of the company. That's all they do is make heads. I was like, hey, you know, and which would be a great conversation start. Hey, what do you do for a living? Oh, I make toilets on on boats. Or we like to call them heads. <laughs> and I was like, wow, there's an entire display of toilets here at the Ibex show. And I don't think that has changed. So I hope uh, you didn't try to use any of them. Has there been any innovations in the toilet category or the head category uh, this year, Patrick? What do we know? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's just a whole... He, he, he <laughs> was go, so excited. It takes it was, far away. I, you know, I, I came into this. I mean, I really was excited to go over. And, you know, Greg just, like, he just sucks all the oxygen right out of the room. Okay. <laughs> well, Patrick's in his own room with his own oxygen. So I don't think I had anything to do with it. But anyway, well, so what do they call the awards at IBEX? First off, the Innovation Awards. Okay. So it is the Innovation Awards. So yes. what, how many categories do we have to navigate through? Uh, there are no categories per se, All but right. there are winners of the Innovation Awards. So uh, you have Boat Care and Maintenance, and that was taken by uh, Power Tech and their product called Sea Scour, which is Sea uh, Scour combat scale and barnacles at the chemical level by breaking down the calcium bonds using an organic, non corrosive solution. Hmm. From flushing heat exchangers to cleaning hulls, the environmental benefits are far reaching. Well, how do you put it? I assume this is a liquid, right? Correct. So you got to take the boat out of the water to clean the barnacles off, I assume. You spray that goo on it because you obviously can't do it while it's still in the water. Yeah, guess what else works really well? What? Muriatic acid. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think you want to run that. Yeah, you don't. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not very stuff. environmentally uh, friendly. I used it to etch concrete one time. Really? <laughs> It will take barnacles down like. But like what you, would it do to you, the. You got to be in an open field, yeah. no wind day. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Might lose a appendage. Is that what you're saying? If you don't handle no, it it's, properly? It's, just, it's, it's, it's very. Um, it's caustic. Very caustic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, boat building methods and materials um, you had from. Um, B-Spline, they have a shaped foam kit. Uh, one of the long-standing problems in composite boat building is how to turn flat foam panels into complex curves on a boat hull or deck. B-Spline's new North American facility uses heat to thermoform flat panels into complex curves, oh. emitting curves that are delivered to boat builders in kit form. The result is lighter, stronger, higher-quality boat structures. Hmm. Okay, that sounds good. I well, wonder if and, it's and some if you're, kind of... And if you're not familiar with you know, what, what's happened in boat manufacturing over the last oh, 10, 15 years, uh, where your traditional, what you would call your stringer packages, um, let's say they're made out of a, a, a wood, marine-grade plywood, and they'd be encapsulated with a, a, a fiberglass cloth such as 2415, that has evolved to either on your smaller boats that require foam flotation where those those stringer packages are made out of the foam flotation and then they're wrapped with fiberglass and then put into the hull so it's it's kind of a you get the benefits of both uh on that 
And then, of course, for your infusion uh, boat manufacturers, boat manufacturers that are using infusion usually on their larger yachts, these stringer packages, transverse bulkheads uh, that come, the ability for them to have these shaped and to be able to curve them is going to make for a far superior uh, manufacturing process in the yachts and allow for some probably some more innovative designs as far as it comes mm. to hull curvatures and things like that. So it can mm. make them slicker, stronger, and cooler. Maybe. Probably tighter tolerances yeah. too. Where all the tighter tolerances and you know with with infusion it gives you a lighter part, but yet um, much stronger than traditional open mold versus infusion. Mm. Mm. You certainly come out with less less weight because with open mold where you're using again uh let's say 2415 fiberglass cloth to wrap your stringers and your transverse bulkheads and things like that or even even laying that in your hull bottoms uh, usually one one layer of that cloth and then crisscrossing uh overlapping at the keel by about six to eight inches it takes an incredible amount of catalyzed resin to properly wet out that cloth and then boat manufacturers again, all hand laid. Then your your lamination crew is there, and they are working. They're working that cloth not only to ensure a proper bond, but to work all that excess resin out because we don't want uh-huh. that in. We don't we we don't need it uh, in there, but you need it to properly wet out that material. All right, I love this. I, I mean, I know Barry likes to have his bottom infused and less uh, resin. Uh, left in there, I think. I'm just guessing, maybe. More coming up on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Ahoy, sailors and sea-loving scalawags. Do you feel lost at sea when your boat needs an upgrade? And does installing electronics make you want to walk the plank? Well, shiver me timbers and fear not, because MPI, Marine Professionals Incorporated, has come to the rescue. MPI is ready to steer your boat into the digital age. That's right, mates. The installation gurus at MPI can install the latest navigation gizmos. MPI installs all the major manufacturers of state-of-the-art entertainment systems. Arr, we've got speakers that'll make Davy Jones dance. And screens so sharp, you'll think you're watching Pirates of the Caribbean in 3D. So, if you're ready to sail the digital seas in style and party like a true buccaneer, call me mates at MPI, 954-763-4161. Or request your free consultation now at marineprofessionals.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast i used to have a boat you did yeah she was pretty damn sweet man i love that boat so why'd you lose sometimes the things we love aren't long for this world burn Especially when your alcoholic ex-wife gets drunk and falls overboard and drowns. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so the IBEX show happened in Tampa last week. We're going through some of the Innovation Award winners. You know, some of this stuff is more for the manufacturers. I don't know the, all that technology with the uh, resin and uh, and uh, the you know that type of stuff. That, that's not really for a end user, is it? Unless you're repairing stuff, could you use that uh, those products to repair your boat? No, okay. no, it's not for end user. But you know yeah. things that you would find for end user. Um, Lumar uh, took an innovation award for their Venta pontoon winch. What's new in winches, hmm. you ask? Hmm. I'm about to tell you. Okay. Okay. The underdeck pontoon winch is completely waterproof. Always a plus for anything that's going to be. Uh, it stays yeah. clear of passengers on deck. The unit slides into a mount so the winch is easily installed and removed as seasons change. And the spring-loaded roller keeps the anchor under the deck until deployed or retrieved. Hmm. So that is not a pontoon winch. As much as it appears to be so a it's windless, an anchor, it's a an windless. Winch. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a windless. Hmm. Uh, oh. Electric motor, battery powered propulsion hybrids. Timo four fifty from Timo. T E M O. The simple, lightweight design of the Timo four fifty electric motor is an innovative way to power small boats and dinghies. Uh, let's see. Entertainment. Hertz Marine has their. Don't ask me. Now, I know you wanted information, Greg, but I yeah. got to tell you, I, I can't even tell you what this what this stands for. This is the HTX 8HS-FL-G. Okay. Boy, that's a marketing fail. Yeah. yeah tell, <laughs> thanks to Hertz's novel approach to horn design, this is for a horn. This is for a <laughs> horn. Well, I think they're talking really? about a speaker horn. <laughs> the well, tower, really? so the not, tower not, speakers not, delivers yeah. crystal clear audio well outside the wake. Okay. Well, the horn design. Okay. So, yeah. So, for speakers, um, mm. but the HTX8H8H-S-FL-G. Hey, what wait, kind can of you speakers wait, you got can on you repeat your boat? that? I was, I was trying to write that down. Can you right. repeat that? Uh, yeah. The clear speaker, too. <laughs> <laughs> we could right, help them with that, maybe. <sighs> yeah. 
Now, here's yeah. something actually neat. Uh, we know that in the, in the boating industry, canvas is a huge, huge dissatisfier. Okay, mm-hmm. there there doesn't seem to be any good way. Uh, no matter what, it is bulky. It's cumbersome. It's it's problematic. It's not waterproof. Hmm. Uh, it, it the zippers corrode, snaps corrode, seams let go. Quit wearing but, it, Patrick. But Roswell Marine has invented an an auto rolling fabric system. Now, Roswell Marine uses the magic of slap bracelets. Familiar with slap bracelets? Oh uh, yeah, those are the things. Like we got them for lobster, lobster. Yeah, oh, yeah. The they smack on your wrist. Yeah, you yeah. smack okay. them and they roll up. Mm. So they, right. they're using the ma- – I wouldn't say that it's magic, but I think it's, it's – It's alien technology. You said it was from Mark Roswell. <laughs> yeah. uh, to solve the longstanding problem in marine canvas, how to roll sections of Bimini's or Dodgers when they're opened up. With Roswell's auto-rolling fabric system, boaters simply unzip sections of the canvas, and it automatically rolls out of the way. No hmm. snaps, no Velcro. Wow. Interesting. So it's kind of like a spring-loaded type of system or something. It's magic, Greg. Well, it's alien technology, like, like you said. Yeah. All right. Now, well, that's all, innovative. all these award winners, you can find this list, of course, on worldofboating.com or the World of Boating Facebook page, which if you haven't checked this out and like us, please do so. Uh, I'm going to end with this one because uh, although I love this company and I love their product, I, um, I, I haven't gotten... I, I haven't gotten used to this particular aspect, and I don't know that I ever will. Um, for propulsion parts propellers, Volvo Penta took the Innovation Award for joystick driving. Mm-hmm. So joystick control has been around, but primarily used for docking. Volvo Penta has taken it to new heights with the innovative ability to drive the boat without touching the steering wheel. The system integrates shifting, steering, and throttle, and easily installs into the driver's armrest for ergonomic driving and comfort. Okay. I don't know that I will ever get used to actually driving a boat without my. I think we've talked about this in the past, where I think boat manufacturers are still going to have to install a wheel, even if it's a dummy wheel. You're still going to have to ins- install a wheel to give them the the boat owner something to hold on to, because otherwise you just got this joystick control off to the uh, off to your right. Well, yeah. I don't know, Barry. What do you think? I, th- I think Patrick is. It'll never be satisfied unless it's a wooden ship's wheel. About four feet in <laughs> diameter with right. little pegs all the way around. Okay, it. okay. Uh, that's yeah. the only one he's going to live with. Mike the Mariner, yeah. what say you? Well, I've been on a couple of uh, bridges on on ships and yachts, and it's interesting to see, uh, you know, steering wheels that are literally the size of a coffee mug with a little tiny handle on them. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, for 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 a two hundred foot long, you know, small freighter or something yeah. like that. It's crazy what technology is doing. Where, where it's going uh you know it's like airplanes all glass yeah. cockpits well um, and those are usually single stick uh the newer uh, airplanes are going with a a single stick type of uh control but like the, what system. the fighters use yeah like the side kinda. stick yeah, yeah okay. i'll have a side mm-hmm. stick like in a cirrus aircraft yeah. you know so it's just uh you hold on to that on your left side or right side and that's sounds like what the what volvo penta is going for maybe Something yeah, yeah and where Volvo Penta goes, others will follow as yeah. far as joystick driving. They've already got automated, you know, uh, docking. You set your, your slip up with their sensors and, you know, it'll position the boat and back it into the slip for you. And, you know, well, it's, uh, I love I, I this. I love this is Greg Proof I know boating. You do. 
right there. I like it a lot. And, you know, look, all the kids coming up, they're used to running uh, with the joysticks on the video games and arcade games. So, they, you know, this might be an answer for them. It might yeah. be more, you know, in tune to connect with a system like that as opposed to the, the big old boating wheel, classic boating wheel. Just my two cents. They're ahead of the curve. Or maybe they're, uh, you know, picking the direction of the boating industry. We'll have to wait and see. But congratulations yeah, well- to them. You can check out all those uh, award winners, uh, again, at the World of Boating uh, Facebook page or worldofboating.com. And while we're talking about awards, there's still time to vote for the Gussies. Excuse me? Yeah. The Gussies? Yeah. The Gussies 2023. Are you guys not hip to the Gussies? Well, I, I assume yes. uh, that the Gussies mean something that's very spiffy, uh, cool, uh, trend-setting, uh, gussied up. It's the Electric Boat Awards. Oh, well, that oh, isn't absolutely close. nothing to do with being gussied up. <laughs> Man, the the excitement from the crew was just so underwhelming. <laughs> we need well, to help these people out with their marketing. Either they grown. got a crazy long model name that doesn't make any sense, or you know, it's Electric Boat <laughs> Awards and the, the Gussie Awards. Come on, wait a minute. I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with my oil burner. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll regroup and figure this out. Maybe come up with a better. A name for the Gussie Awards next on the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast come on please what are you standing around for here get on board get on board don't fret don't try to
This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Barry the Boater, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. All right, so um, the Gussie Awards is, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a competition for electric boats to recognize uh, cool ideas, I guess. Uh, The name kind of blows, unless Gussie... Stands for something like gas yep, guzzling, they, something or other. Now, or, gu- no. The Gussies were named to honor Gustave Trouvet, a mm. prolific French inventor with over 75 patents, among them the world's first outboard motor, which mm. he devised so that he could detach the motor from his prototype electric boat, Le Telephone, and take it home for further work in his Paris apartment. An interesting side note on his deathbed, he said, for God's sake, whatever the you name. do, do not do not name an awards category for me. Right. <laughs> so he didn't listen. But uh, if not. if you were interested in voting for uh, uh, electric boat awards, you can certainly do that. And speaking of electric boats, there is a new Florida built electric speedboat that's offering high power and solar charging, and kind of some neat things that they did on this one. But I also have uh, my uh, something with these electric boat manufacturers that they really need to address. But this one with the uh, with the hard top that they have uh, over the uh, center helm area, it's got a forward and aft um, extension uh, sunshade, if you will, that comes out, which the whole top is uh, solar panels. Yes, that's smart. So uh, Blue Innovations Group. Uh, which was started by a former Tesla executive, uh, has just launched its first electric boat. The R30 falls somewhere between an electric powerboat and a day cruiser, um, which, uh, you know, it's, it, I, I, I really want them to be able to give true performance numbers uh, on these boats. Um, so this one uh, displaces 10,000 pounds, it's targeting targeting a top speed of 45 miles an hour and a runtime of eight hours, but it doesn't say, is that eight hours at 45 miles an hour or is that eight hours total runtime or based on an average of whatever that, so they're, they're not giving like a cruising speed or what that, mm-hmm. what that eight hours encompasses it, you know, and that's uh, something that I think that, if they want electric boats, which they are going to uh, eventually come in and take over more and more of the market. As I said, within probably five years, you'll see more, you'll see less gas burning, diesel burning boats mm-hmm. at boat shows. And you can see more electric, uh, just the way that we saw the influx of outboards the last 10 years. Then, then what's a little uh, surprising about this is the cost. So, for this boat, um, any ideas, guys? Well, how big? Once again, thirty big feet. Thirty this feet. Thirty. Thirty feet. Yeah. And it's a it's a ten foot beam, total height of nine and a half feet. How, I want to get your take on what they did in the aft end of it. How it folds down. Well, we'll get to, to that it. after we yeah. pick the uh, number. Okay. I, I go with uh, 80, 80 G's. <laughs> this is an electric boat. Eighty G's wouldn't buy you a twenty-two foot boat today. Okay. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say six hundred and fifty k. Ouch! Oh no! I'm gonna say 
around 290 to 350. Uh, Barry's close is 300,000. Go oh, oh. right on the money. Uh-huh. So that's uh, what, 10,000 a foot? Yeah, I mean that's that's it's surprising because I've seen them I've seen boats like this that are you know going electric priced actually smaller than this with not as many features uh, priced a lot higher as far as the fold out gunnels uh, Barry because um, I know you don't care for boats that um, have the doors in the gunnels no it's not that I don't care for the I, it's or? not that I don't care for the, the for gunnel side doors that the challenge is for boat manufacturers is to make those doors and every boat manufacturer almost every boat manufacturer that offers that where they are a fiberglass door to match the fiberglass hull and or deck uh has got their challenges in doing that and doing it consistently to where they don't have any issues the only way you get away from doing that is you start offering the doors as an acrylic, you know, uh, something like that. And But for aesthetics, boat builders don't want that. Customers don't want it. They want it to look seamless, if look you will, seamless, yeah. and match the whole side. For boats that are out there, which have been, again, last 10 years or so with the fold-down gunnel sides on the aft end, uh, my, my only concern with those are, of course, structural. And mm-hmm. if if executed properly um you're not going to have any issues the 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 you know that that they've been out there long enough um they're not failing um but you've got to execute properly and consistently in the boat building process to ensure that you don't have any issues moving forward right. and again boats like this which are probably going to be using infusion technology um just the lamination schedule around those areas that fold open um it, it's it's much much different than the rest of the boat because structurally it needs to be uh far stronger than other areas yeah. it's got a very bluff what, bow to it too yeah well, well i think what they probably do is uh you know the, the the deck from the deck down that is the entire structural member and then all the the gunnels and everything else where on a traditional boat that would be your your torsional stiffening um, medium, they they just transfer that to the deck and make the deck the structure, and the the gunnels are now uh, the only structure they need is just to keep themselves up. They're not the integral part of the boat. Or maybe they the lock structure. together when you fold them up a certain way, like a puzzle. Yeah. No, I don't know. Do they? Do they? Can you operate the boat? You probably no. would not operate the boat with everything down. No, if you if yeah. and that's again one of those things where um, if any of those components fail while you're out on the water and the doors are down, but you got to get underway, is there an override that allows you to operate the boat? You know, at a certain speed, not to exceed this, but then you're in certain seas and you got to go faster than that. Again, most people aren't going to encounter that because they're going to use it uh, in the manner in which it's intended and not going to put themselves in those situations. But then again, we all know boaters uh, all too well, and somebody will wind up putting themselves in that situation or figure out a way to override the system to where they can operate Uh the boat. And then somebody falls out of the boat and gets hurt. And, you know, it's like, don't do that. 
Now, now on a boat like this, do you just plug into a standard either twin 30 or single 50 amp plug, and then the inverters take on all, the charging? All indications. Or do you, or do you have to have you're not you're not going to you're not going to have specific charging stations. I don't believe. Um, so, if electric boat manufacturing is to succeed, um, they really do need to adapt to. Uh, at least the 2011 NEC uh, wiring codes for, for marinas. All right. Well, let's uh, think about that, and we'll come back next with the World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you guys where's Haley? Um, she is on a boat in the marina putting you in her rear view mirror this is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick barry the boater and mike the mariner rounding out the crew all right so uh he's not on the uh world of boating very often he is on our scuba show jerry the diver guy you uh he'll catch him on scuba radio later but he's been bugging us over the last year about getting a boat he could live on down in south florida and uh one of our world of boating patrons on uh on the world of boating facebook page i believe suggested they found a vessel finally for jerry the diver guy to go live on and uh and it was a unique choice but uh something that actually maybe it makes sense i don't know it was a classic paddle wheel boat that went up for sale and uh i was like look all he needs is a platform that he can sleep on it'd have plenty of room i and i'm guessing hey maybe this would be a unique uh live aboard vessel or houseboat type of vessel that uh you can purchase can you get it cheap because it's it went up for sale is it for auction or what okay uh patrick so here here's a particular first of all it wasn't a listener that put this up there it was the world of boating uh news crew greg oh one and uh, two yeah yes. trying to get him out of here <laughs> yeah all right so uh snow hill maryland uh a few years ago bought this 34 at that time i believe it was a 34 year old paddle wheel boat mm-hmm. with dreams of whipping up tourism uh on the pokemoke river um however a recent coast guard inspection revealed that the black-eyed susan needs at least six hundred thousand dollars in repairs hmm. Ooh. the quarter of the Owie. town's budget to make it seaworthy and up to code not to mention your uh upkeep and the mayor of Snow Hill said, we can't afford to be in the boating business. We've got to offload this boat to a <laughs> private person. So, Got to find a sucker. Jerry the Diver Guy, uh, at your service. <laughs> um, no? Well, didn't he, if I remember correctly, when he started talking about getting a boat, didn't he have a budget of about $12,000? Right. So what are they asking? 
Well, they're not. You're they're, you're putting in bids, and there are three bids so far. One yeah. bid is for twenty thousand dollars. Oh man! Uh, another bid is for slightly more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third, and those are two companies that that put those bids in, and then a third bid, um, is for seventy five thousand dollars. Wow, that's a big difference. Yeah, a big difference. Yeah, um, somebody wants it. But you're you're gonna have to move it because the town wants it gone. It is not staying there. Right. Uh, you've got to get it gone, which means that in order to move it, it's also got to be made seaworthy. And then depending on where you're taking it, um, that's not something that you're going to easily trailer um, <laughs> out of Snow Hill, Maryland. <clears throat> Hmm. Well, is is there access to the ocean from where they are? From the Pocomoke sense? River? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I I mean, Maryland's up on the water, so somewhat. Yeah. Well, what's the problem with it? I mean, it floats. They they All they said is it needs 600000 which is a quarter of the town's yearly budget. Um, so it could tell you about the, the size of uh, Snow Hill, Maryland. It, it is apparently not very big. Yeah. Well, uh, I wonder if that is... To make it uh, worthy of of having you know guests on board, because yeah, they were talking about turning it into like a bed and breakfast kind of thing, right? No, they were going to they were going to run it up and down the river. And, okay, you know, but Jerry doesn't need to do that. Yeah. He just said no, he needs something well, that'll float. I was thinking more term. This could be. He wants to open up a dive shop down here, right? Because he's a dive instructor and he yeah. runs a dive shop up there, but okay. he'd love to be down here, right? So imagine if this were docked. And where people would come in to spend uh, whatever it takes, three or four days to learn to dive, and they actually stayed on the boat. So it would be a bed and breakfast dive classroom. It definitely stand out place. as a paddle, yeah. bo- uh, paddle and boat. He's already sure. a country boy, so, you know, it kind of fits his description. Okay. You just uh, got to come up with probably at least 100 grand uh, plus. And then, uh, then dock the it somewhere, and then, yeah, and then yeah. turn it into a schoolroom and. You know, set it up with places for people to sleep and right. uh, you know feed them. Well, the city, uh, the city is looking for a sucker, and we think we may have one. So it's just a matter of. <laughs> well, I think we, it's uh, going to be the guy that's offered seventy-five grand. I mean, I'm 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 no uh, financial genius, but if you've got two bids that are at twenty and twenty-seven thousand, um, I think they're going to take the seventy-five thousand dollars. Think well, you know maybe uh, he can get a bunch of scuba radio listeners to start a GoFundMe and help. Help sure. Jerry move down to Florida. <laughs> hmm. Well, if he uh, talked to his local neighborhood or something, and they want to get him out of, they want to get him out of there, type of thing. Yeah, maybe. that could work too. I don't know. Well, it, well, it probably doesn't have any living quarters on it. It's a dinner cruise boat. So, ah, uh, or really, listen, you, you could, could you look at some partitions. You look at that as yeah. a ballroom or a master suite. There, yeah. Mike. Who knows? <laughs> no, there's enough room in there. You could put a heart shaped bed in the middle. Exactly. Of the room. Yeah. Uh, you know, inflatable <laughs> sleeping <Red> bag. <laughs> It'll be good to go. Mirrors on the ceiling. Mirrors yeah. on the ceiling. Maybe we ought to steer him towards like uh, just a, uh, I don't know, one of those uh, barges. <laughs> just. Well, it, it, isn't that what a riverboat is? Really, is a barge with kind of structure on is. top of it. He would just and get the barge. Boat is a pitch a tent on a- there, and he's good yeah. to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He doesn't need all of that that work. Yeah, a tent would work. Mm-hmm. You can get a trailer and just kind of strap it down. Right. <laughs> yeah, we have one like this in our marina. That's a dinner cruise boat called the Barbara Lee. It's almost identical, same color scheme and everything. Nice vessel. 
Yeah, they have, uh, you know, live bands, dinner. They accommodate about 150 people. Yeah, doesn't uh, need wow. $600,000 worth of work done to it to keep it seaworthy. It, it did. Actually, it did. Uh, two years ago, uh, they had a surprise. They had to take the boat to Jacksonville for its uh, five-year Coast Guard inspection. And when mm-hmm. they hauled it out of the water, they had some real surprises with electrolysis on the steel hull. Really? Mm. And, uh, oh, yeah. Huh. So, uh Okay. I mean, the good thing is if it if if the boat sank where it operates is uh you know Lake Monroe area, um, it'll make Saint for John a great uh, wreck dive because it'll be well, a paddle if it, boat. <laughs> if 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 the boat sank, they would just say to people on the on the first deck, just go to the second deck and order another drink. I mean, the water's only eight feet deep. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so it becomes a new playground in the middle of the lake. Uh-huh. Exactly. Okay. Well, there you go. There's uh depends on uh, where you're boating, I guess. Uh, yeah. How effective it would be. What do you think, uh, Patrick? Would you, uh, if you had money to burn, would you want to, you know, uh, refurbish a boat like that and put it in operation? That'd be kind no, of a fun act. This goes right into that one that Pete Davidson and um, Colin Jost. Yeah, whatever happened yeah. to that one? Oh, that that thing is good. That thing is destined for an insurance claim. I'm pretty sure yeah, it will it, have. It will wind up catching fire at some point. Well, they, are they still working on that though, or have uh, they given up on it? No idea. Oh, they, they are not okay. talking too much about that thing mm-hmm. whatsoever. That that is a. I had a bunch of waves when, when they people refer to boats as holes it. in the water, but that boat will want will literally wind up being a hole in the water hmm. somewhere. Okay, off well, the coast of New York. That's Captain Patrick's prediction. So yep. we'll, we will see. Yeah, I, we haven't heard squat about that since they made the big announcement. But it takes you know a few years for him to to do all that <laughs> stuff. I guess if you but have I, money, it doesn't take that long. You yeah, think? But- yeah, well, money, no, they would fix anything. Well, they were talking about re, you know, uh, uh, gutting that uh, barge and the whole thing and turning it into a big nightclub thing. It can still happen. Yeah, not happening. Okay, um, I wonder whatever no. happened the, to that uh, big carver. That what? The, uh, the big carver. I wonder with the uh, with the stripper pole in Chicago. Whoa, we hey, what, what, was that it had something <laughs> to do with the bachelor party from this family outing you just had? <laughs> uh, I don't know what. No. He, Hey, uh, I, I think Mike the Mariner just had a flashback. Uh, or, or it's a PTSD flashback, yeah. or something. I don't know. PTSD. And uh, I think we're out of time, so it's probably safe to just wrap it up with that. <laughs> Any more things said could just get us into trouble, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, then on that note, remember, whether it is sail or motor, life is better as a, as a boater. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating. 
promoting lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com. 